Podcast for the working cowboy. Um, so <clears throat> just uh, we'll make a make a circle around. But Josiah, you're up in uh, you're up in Montana. Is that correct? Central Washington, actually. Oh, okay, Washington. Um, Washington State. Is that is that where you're from originally? Uh, actually, I originated from Indiana. Actually, no shit. Yeah, used to grew up in grew up in Indiana. Uh, came out here when I was about fifteen with my family, and been here ever since. Oh, nice. Uh, my my family lives down on the river, uh, about forty miles away from where I'm at now, and I live up kind of up on the high plains country. Okay. Okay. Um. In um, I, not that I know of. Uh, of anything about Indiana, but like where, whereabouts, uh, did you grow um, up there? Fort Wayne's one of the bigger towns. There. Okay. That's, we that's like up. Chicago area, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of just below Chicago. Um, I grew up about 20 miles South of Fort Wayne, a little town called Decatur. Mm. Okay. Yep. And that's, uh, so that, that's like, uh, I mean, basically all of Indiana is just farm country, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, corn, corn and soybeans, that's about all there is mm. there. Maybe, maybe some figs and maybe a few dairy operations. Yeah. That, yeah. So, I mean, like Iowa, Indiana, uh, Illinois, all those, all those states right there. That's just, yep. that's probably yeah. like the best farm country on, on planet Earth. But yeah. So fun. You can watch a dog run away for three days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, you guys probably got more hills than than uh, I had in Southeast Colorado, but uh, no, Nolan knows what we're talking about. We got Nolan uh, over here as well. You're down, uh, you're down by Stratford. Yep. Stratford and work in Cimarron County, Oklahoma. So, okay. It's, we got a couple of Hills in Cimarron County and then the rest of it is flat as shit. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to, we probably don't need to, bring any employers on this, but I like there, you, you work for one of two companies down there. Basically, if you're in, if you're in Oklahoma, I work for the other company that from what you used to work for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's just a, just a general statement for me, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's good country. I, I, I kind of miss it every now and then, but Every time the wind blows over here, I remember why uh, I I don't miss <laughs> that part of the world you, all you, that much. You mean like Monday and two, uh, no Tuesday and Wednesday here? It was forty five miles an hour sustained, and like you couldn't see shit because all the dust, because all the farmers mm-hmm. have broken everything up now. <laughs> yeah, it took them. Yeah. They shut down the highway between Cactus and uh, Stratford here, and it took a people an hour to get home from Cactus. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, then that's like a was that ten miles or so, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's 10 miles on uh, Highway 287. So, like, that's a six-minute drive if you're if, if driving like a Texan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, are, are you from that area, or, or do you, where did you grow Whereabouts you grow up? So, I am the typical nomad. Um, my family was in the military, so I was born in Spain, came back to Abilene, lived in East Texas for a while. Then I've been in college station for the past 10 years. And now my parents live on the coast and they're like, why the hell would you move up there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they've been making fun of me as they sit on the porch and drink beer and it's 80 degrees there. And it's 45 mile an hour winds and 50 degrees and mm -hmm. started out like 28 in the morning. They're like, Oh, well it's nice here. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, that's a big, big change from college station to, to Stratford. That's a, (laughs) <laughs> you're uh and if you're used to that i mean because it's i imagine it's it's humid as shit down there like, i've never really spent much yeah. time down that part of texas but i would imagine it's uh straight up humid we uh i used to joke that waterboarding was not a form of cruel and unusual punishment it was just a day <laughs> in college station south texas area oh i man i can't handle the the humidity like I, i'm not a I'm not too big of a, a bitch when it comes to uh, to the weather. Like I, I like to bitch about it, but when, I, when it comes to it, like I'll get out, get out in cold, hot, and windy. I mean, fucking wind. I, I, I don't like it, but like I, I know how to deal with wind. Uh, but humidity—that's just something I've never had to deal with. I've never lived in a in a a wet part of the world. And uh, I, I don't know how to hang <laughs> when it comes to humidity. I just like, I, I'm, I'm a bitch. I, I don't care. Uh, it's, it's so damn hot and sweaty and muggy and sticky. And I, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You get out of the shower and you're just like, are already soaking wet from sweat. You're like, I don't even know if I need to dry off or just get back in the shower when you live down mm-hmm. there. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana was like that. Now moving out here. West kind of gets a little drier out here, and I'm a big fan of the dry heat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I bet, I bet, uh, somebody that moves from, you know, from wet country to the place like this, like their, their skin's just got to be scaly for a while because, uh, it just sucks the moisture right out of you. Like it gets, it, it's, I, you know, I, I think our average rainfall, uh, down in, down on the high plains that is about our county in particular i think it was 11 to 13 inches is, an, is considered average year and then out here it's like seven to nine inches is an average year so it's uh yeah and i've i've just never lived in in any place that was wet it's just dry and i can't imagine what it would be like coming from a real wet country to, to dry like i bet like i i just i, I bet I bet you get real scaly. Just <laughs> winter time, your hands just fall apart. Is what I had trouble with this year. I don't know. Just uh, you may have the same thing. Oh yeah, a little bit. I I kind of had, had relatively moist hands, so I don't have that issue. But you've <laughs> got <laughs> moist hands. Moist I was hands. Just that... say, is it because of uh, the weather or your woman back there? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Oh, hey, oh, Dalton, where whereabouts are you from, amigo? The middle of Mormonville, fucking Utah. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, hell no, hell no. 
<laughs> he, he's uh, complaining about stepping out of the shower and wondering if he needs to get back in. I step out of the shower for two minutes and I'm already dry. I don't even need a towel. And he stepped outside of the shower for five minutes. And uh, like, how many wives do you encounter at that point? Dude, the amount of polygamists that are over here is fucking wild. No shit. Oh, yeah. Like, are we going to? Yes. <laughs> yes. I am so glad you responded to, to that to that post. Yes. Dude, I go to uh, Walmart and on any given day, you'll walk into like 20 or 30 polygamists. It's crazy. Nice. All right, now, are they all one family? Yeah. It, it's literally <laughs> one husband. Right. So I, I'm in Ephraim. It's like literally smack dab central Utah. And so there's one husband, and I think he owns like 25 different houses. And he's got like 50 wives. We wow. have that. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you this talking man about? sounds like a maniac. 20 one woman is hard house. to deal with. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want the wives, but like 20 houses, like that's even in, in rural ass Utah, that's some pretty serious cash. Like, like well, you, that's. Like you're you're a pretty wealthy man with that many properties, and and this dude's smart, right? So every single one of those women goes to work, and like once the kids turn of age, they do too. Their checks go straight to his bank. He doesn't pay taxes on property or housing because uh, when the police build their houses, they leave one side of their house unfinished. So it's just that pirate about shit on the side. I want to know. No shit. But how do you know so much about this guy? Is what I want to know. He is Utah for the county. <laughs> he's been training. He's trying to figure out how to get in line to be the next one. He might be my father. I don't know because I haven't seen that guy in like 10 years, but. Huh. Freaking Utah. Uh, you might be one of the 50 or something. <laughs> Shit, maybe. So 50 wives and let's, and and we know those Mormons like to have kids. So let's, let's be generous. And we say that all 50 have two kids. Like my, my dad has 20 something grandkids. Can you imagine trying to count all your grandkids when you've got 50 wives and a hundred kids? You look at my yearbook, and there is just a straight like four pages of the last name Smith. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. Then, then How that, many Josephs are are there? I want to <laughs> say there was at least six or seven just in my grade. Good God! And they're all they're all Joseph Smiths. So like, and yeah. <laughs> a bunch of Brigham Youngs. Uh, there, there was one named Porter Rockwell. So I mean, he was kind of a badass, rebellious kid, but. I can imagine Porter Rockwell was uh he was that, a pimp. That was a that was a bad motherfucker. If there's if I could choose between fucking Josie Wells, John Wayne, or Porter Rockwell to get slapped like Chris Rock, yeah, I would honestly choose John Wayne out of all three. <laughs> oh yeah, John Wayne would would hurt the least. Um, like you don't want to get slapped by Porter Rockwell because you might also get castrated. Oh yeah, no, he, he ain't like, just gonna smack you. He'll hit you with the butt of his gun. Yeah, um, but there's also uh, Bert Koontz uh, posted a while back. I need to go see if I can find that quote. But that, and this is coming from like Mormon, you know, historical documents, and and we all know like they 
they kept they keep impeccable records like they oh fuck yeah and uh but there was there was like some party in Salt Lake City at uh, at Brigham Young's place, and um, Porter Rockwell was like dancing around with his dick out, like his pants were still <laughs> on, but his dick was out. And I was like, ah, well, where, where are those Mormons? Like, I, I want to party with those Mormons. Uh, like, I don't want to. I don't want to see the dick out. But like to get to that point, you know, it was a good party. Oh yeah. Well, I'm like, see, that's the thing. There's a big difference between like Utah Mormons and Mormons anywhere else. Cause like I, I moved out to Idaho just over in Preston uh, and like literally five miles over the border and the whole atmosphere changed. Yeah. Everyone down here is just some prissy, yo, I'm better than you. You're a piece of shit because you drink and got tattoos. And then you cross the border and it's totally different. Huh? That's wild. Freaking, freaking Mormons. Uh, so did you grow up Mormon or? Uh, yeah, I've, I stayed in the Mormon church till I was like, uh, I want to say 13, 14. And I started getting into, uh, you know, reading facts. And so I left. Hmm. Well, um, more, more power to you. I, uh, I can't, can't fault you one way or the other. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's, uh, the Mormons are fascinating though. Like they're, the the ones that I've met are really good people, and but I've not met like like straight up Utah like founding member family type Mormons. I've never I've never been around any of those, but but the Mormons I've I've ever dealt with are, have always been really good people. Little little different, but just good people. And uh, and then just like doing research on them, like they're resilient, resourceful. I mean, like. If anybody's gonna survive a nuclear war, it's gonna be the fucking Mormons. <laughs> they they ain't well, going anywhere. And, and like I said, it's it's the Mormons in Utah that you really got to worry about. They'll judge you over anything. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I guess you could say we're resilient. Like every uh, every three years, you got like a ward. Um, mm. That ward will send out their young men and women. Like I think it's ages twelve through eighteen on this thing called Trek, you got to uh-huh. pull a fucking hand cart like 30 miles over four days just to <laughs> relive what your ancestors lived through. It's, yeah. It, it's some hard ass shit. We had a, I don't know if you guys know very much about the geography of Utah, but we've got Utah Lake. Mm. Um, we had to pull hand carts through that water and it was only like knee deep, but holy shit. Why didn't they get mules? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> well, wouldn't uh, I, I forget how much the the handcart weighed, but they they loaded like about 500 pounds on that thing. Yeah. So well, all we had was our bedrolls and our tents, and it, it was still a pain in the ass. And like I was reading up on my, some of my ancestors, uh, one of my grand, like my great 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 grandma. Uh, she stuck a big ass like trunk that came over on the Mayflower in the back of that handcart, and that's the only thing they had in there. And that's because it weighed like six hundred pounds alone. Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, you know, where's some crazy fuckers out here? Um, Lydia, what's your story? Um, uh, what's my story? I grew up in Minnesota, small town. Um, surrounded by corn, uh, homeschooled most of my life. Uh, are, are you, are you one of those weird homeschoolers or are you like the super smart homeschooler? 
I'm, uh, I would say that I'm neither because I socialize, but I, I can't do math for shit. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, there, I, everybody used to, like all the homeschoolers I thought were just weird growing up because the ones I knew were fucking weird. Like they weren't Mormon, but they, they would have fit, they would have fit in pretty well down at Colorado city or, uh, yeah, Colorado city down there on the Arizona line. Um, like a uh, little, little inbred, little, uh, just fucking weird. Um, but now, now I'm homeschooling. And I was like, we're, we're not going to be that. We're not going to be that. But, uh, but also I don't, I'd, I'd rather not have my kids be just taught about a 900 genders by some green and purple haired whale that, uh, <laughs> what a, yep. what a, what a world we right. live in. What a world we live in. Well, and see, and you don't even have to teach them to be good at math anymore because, you know, math is racist. Up in the air like, now. If, yeah. if, you, if you are good at math, you're basically Hitler. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I'm going to tell my boss that next time because I'm homeschooled and I also suck at math. So I'm just going to tell my boss, you know, that's why I'm not so great at math. <laughs> see, I would, I would be using this, the, the born in Spain. Like, I, at every. <laughs> Every chance I, w- I would just drop that, just like, hey, man, fuck me, right? I was born in Spain. <laughs> uh, so, do you got dual shed- citizenship? I did because I was born um, during the Gulf War, and like I was actually born in a Spanish hospital, so I got okay dual citizenship for a while. Um, but you had to like claim it at like twenty three or twenty four. Used to they had a military requirement. Oh, and then yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I was like, fuck that, not doing y'all, not serving for y'all. And then they got rid of that. But then like at 23, 24, you had to claim it. But mm. you had to do it in like straight Castilian Spanish. And if you didn't speak Castilian Spanish, they were like, deuces. Uh, so, so, but, so you, but you know Spanish? Uh, no. I no? speak about, well, but the guys I work with, they've taught me a lot, but I don't speak much Spanish really. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I feel your pain. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm really working on like emphasizing the Mexican part here. Um, this is the, it's the last day of mustache March fellas. So like uh, we, we don't, we don't have another real holiday till November, but um, don't, why are you going to quit now? If you just keep going, you'll be ahead for next year. Um, my, my wife gets a little tired of it at times. Um, it's making you look bad. Uh, that I can't hang with that guy. That that's uh, like, he sneezes and it grows another couple inches like that. That thing's he's got the best hashtag on, on TikTok too. It's like wild magnifs or big burly wild magnificent stash. And I, I get, yeah, I'm, it is, it is. Meanwhile, I've been trying to grow one for fucking two years and all I've got <laughs> is like half an inch. Well, I, you, you, when you hit 18, you know, things, things ramp up a notch. It's all right. When I, when I hit puberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, now I, I got the, I, I'm the Mexican Joe dirt. Cause I, I can grow a hellacious goatee and a stash, but it, like the beard just doesn't really do much. Right. Right in here. It's uh it gets a little patchy. It gets uh it's, it's, it's not the best, but a guy can dream one, one I of these days. I mine every month. Cause apparently men don't like that. 
Yeah, it's it's frowned upon. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's really some, we just get nervous and we like feel all like inferior when somebody could grow a better beard than us. And so I know like, it's it's true, and and when push comes to shove, it's all aesthetics. Like, uh, you know, it, it a guy a guy could probably get past it if the when when push comes to shove, it's. Uh, I don't know, man. Hell go over in the cafeteria at school. She she makes me feel kind of sad about myself. Well, and now and nowadays you could just say I didn't know it was a guy. So <laughs> like we we're not allowed to ask anymore. So oh, hopefully they tell if I walk in on something and it's yeah, big. I'm running. That that that's the best part about this Leah Thomas thing is the dick is still there, and, and like the, <laughs> there was a story that uh, that I that I, I forget where it was who reported on it, and and he <laughs> was just like walking around the locker room with his dick out, <laughs> and. And they just let it happen, like, and and you're a bigot if you don't if you say something. It's like it's it's such a gangster fucking move. <laughs> it's a gangster move. Like he's just like, what are you gonna do about it? Like you see the pictures, that dude's like six two versus like five three women. Like it's flopping out in the face. Oh, and, and he's like, hey, whatever, man. Like, uh. Five years from now, nobody will remember any of this, and I didn't have to pay for school. And also, uh, <laughs> he's probably making bank right now from all the all the left wing activists. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even fault this guy at, at this point. Like, he's going to be a millionaire, and like I said, in five years, nobody's going to remember it. So, fuck it, man. Now, he's just got to ride out the storm for a little bit. He's got to play the heel. He's got to be Colby Covington right now. Just like, just <laughs> over the top shit talking. And, uh, and then once it blows off, he's a, he's a millionaire and, uh, didn't have to do shit. And he, he's got, and, uh, well, I guess it, maybe nobody, people might remember it cause he broke records and shit, but, um, uh, yeah, either way, it's uh I don't know, it's kind of a genius move if you're if you don't mind being a piece of shit. It's uh it's kind of a genius move. <laughs> well, I mean, last time I heard of Michael Phelps was a long time ago. So <laughs> see until your podcast. And, uh, yeah. It's insane. It's insane, but uh I don't know. I, I almost respect the move because it's like that that it takes some serious cojones to to <clears throat> to do all that, but uh Strange. What a what a world. What a world. Yeah, I don't know what kind of world we're living in. <laughs> Fantasy land. Well, uh, so you you said uh Josiah, you said you were your folks were kind of uh down on the river and then you're up on the high plains. So I, I, I know I know Washington's kind of similar to Oregon where and, you know, of course you got the coast there, so it's going to be super wet. And then like, once you get over the hills, it, it dries out pretty quick. But, um, is that, that's like big farm country up there on the, on the plains, ain't it? Uh, well, I said plains, I, I wouldn't really call it plains. I guess I live in, on the South edge of a really big Valley. Oh, okay. But, uh, 
up here it starts getting flatter compared you know down to Oregon and whatnot. Um, yeah, they live down the Columbia River is just here. I mean, I can go up on the hill behind the ranch here and I can see the Columbia River from there. Oh, so, okay. You know, I'm two miles away from the Columbia, so I'm right up the right at the Oregon line pretty much. I see. I see. That's uh yeah. yeah. I've never been, I've never seen the Columbia, but I, I understand that's a, that's pretty, pretty damn big river. It is. Yeah. And it's pretty cool to be able to see when you're out riding, punching cows or whatever. Yeah. Um, now like when, when you cross that, that you don't cross that horseback, do you? No, you can't cross from your horseback. I mean, there's a couple spots where it's mile, mile across or whatnot. I mean, right mm. there at the dam and, the Dalles, that's about 20 miles away from here. The river's 300 feet deep there. I was going to say, like, I, I was, if I remembered right, it was like, uh, I mean, it, it's pretty similar to the Mississippi. I mean, it's a big fucking river. Yeah. I mean, you could cross the horseback if you wanted to, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you got to have a hell of a swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a. No, there is some farm ground up here. We run on a a little bit of hay ourselves and uh but uh for the most part it's you know farm ground then you know guys patched it up for cows and whatnot and we got a lot of mountains around here uh, uh we run we run a lot of forest allotments up here oh, 30 miles away from my house and that's all just all just timber country from pretty much that point up to the reservation yeah uh now, now do you you're you're, you're kind of buckaroo style aren't you you, you, you carry a long rope and Slick horn. Uh, I don't. I uh. I I carry a usually a forty or forty five foot rope. I can't. I just haven't figured out how to hold that many coals in my hand to pack sixty or whatnot. Uh, uh, I've never never needed sixty. Um, I dally on rubber personally. Um, been looking at mule hide though. I've tried mule hide out a little bit. I think I'm gonna start going to mule hide. But uh, slick horn. I've kind of been thinking about slick horn too. But at the moment, I just dally on rubber. Yeah. Okay. I just, what's that now? I, I was telling him he he's got to go to mule hide. That is the best way to do it. I, I like yeah. mule hide no, myself. I, everyone, everyone up here is kind of more. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good cowboys up here, but uh, most guys are you know more team roper oriented. So that's oh, know, okay. Most everybody up here now is on rubber. Yeah. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. Well, more. well, and like. Uh, where you got wooded country, like I, I'm not sure how much uh, how much benefit it would be to to have a big or you have a long rope, anyways. It's uh, yeah, they kind of kind of poke fun of me. There's a I know a couple guys, you know, probably two or three guys that pack forty or fifty, sixty foot ropes, but most most everybody just packs a thirty two foot head rope like mm. the rodeo. Yeah, that's kind of how it was where I grew up. Uh, like there yeah. there were some guys that tied hard. Um, but pretty well, everybody dallied on rubber and, yeah, uh, yeah. but I uh, go down, you know, uh, about 60, there's some, there's, there's better, uh, cattle country down here about, I don't know, hundred miles, hundred miles south of me. Um, all those guys down there, you know, pretty right away tree saddle and they all dally on, dally on mule hide. Yeah. Uh, well, you, Utah's basically all uh buckaroo country i mean like that, that everybody i've met from utah like rides a wade uh and, and packs a long rope slick horn you're, you yeah. know and when i say slick i mean no no rubber uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know many guys that that dally on latigo uh 
most everybody's on mule hide or, or shap leather. Uh, you'll uh, and elk. I guess there's there's elks getting pretty popular, but um, I I don't know. I I, I like rubber uh, just fine. I, I used to tie hard some, but uh, anymore I just I, I like the mule hide. I like being able to be able to run some rope with uh, with very little effort, and then. <clears throat> yeah you, you find uh once once you get used to carrying those extra coils uh, you find a lot of use for that that extra line you know just uh whether oh, yeah. it be laying something down or tying yeah yep. it's just uh it, it's kind of handy but it's either way i, I don't fault a, fault a guy for however they do it it's you get the job done and if you can get it done without killing yourself or your horse or your or, or your cows you're you're doing all right yeah, that's exactly. You know, everyone says, you know, why are you packing? I can do just as well as you can with a 32 foot as you can't afford it. I'm like, well, I guess you're a little handier than I am then. Yeah. I mean, that, no, that's fine. It's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Whatever. So as long as, the, as long as you get it done, like I said, you, you don't, you don't kill yourself, your, your, your horse or your cows, or, and I guess your anybody that's working with you, as long, as long as they, everybody comes, comes away alive. It ain't that big of a wreck, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And shit, whereas we just read them $300 shitters out of here, they don't like getting close to the cows, so by the time you get the cow roped, you got to tie your horse down at the same time, otherwise them fuckers will run away with the cow. <laughs> yeah, no I, shit. I know that's like, dude, don't worry. So <laughs> we we got to have a long enough rope to reach the cow and then tie our horse off and then tie off the cow, and it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's not – a lot of times you'll, you'll hear – hear the the tie hard guys or the the dally or the rubber dally on rubber guys say you know uh, i don't need 60 foot of rope you can just get a, a faster horse it's not so much the horse being fast it's it's the horse come uh coming to the hip <laughs> you know it's yeah, yeah they'll get up there I and then wrote, <laughs> wrote, wrote some pretty mad stuff too and i mean I'm, i'd like to be a little farther away than you know if you're gonna if you're gonna feed pack in 32 foot, you want to at least have a coil in your hand, and that's uh, I want to be a little farther away than that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, no, it's it's just funny. I I always enjoy the the arguments that that people get into, and uh, like you never when hear you never hear a real good argument uh from somebody who says you have to do it this way or you have to do it that way. Like you never, it's it's always just like, nope, you you ain't a man if you don't tie hard, something like that, or you, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you you can you can jerk him over uh, like a jackass, or or you can lay him down nice with uh with long, you know, it's just it's like those arguments, um, and that's about all they got. Uh, but anybody that uh, I don't know, like anybody that's even kind of half a hand, they they. They, they don't care as long as you get it done. They'll give you shit about about one thing or another, but as long as you can you can get the job done, nobody In that cares. case, giving shit's more or less just fashion the time of day. Oh yeah, because I mean, <laughs> if if you're not talking shit, what else are what else are you doing? Like you can't yeah. you can't call yourself a cowboy without without talking shit to just everyone, you know, just because. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I love the whole, oh, you're just afraid of commitment argument. Well, yeah, no shit. Why do you think I've had so many girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I was looking at building a new pair of chaps just because, like, the tie-hardened guys, they used to carry, and I was looking at some old patterns and stuff. 
they used to carry a small short knife right in their belt Mm -hmm. because they were not as committed to this as they all claim that they were. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They, they, uh, (laughs) they, uh, they, they were pretty quick. And also they, they, uh, they roped with, uh, with hemp ropes back in the day too. So they, um, or, or yeah, that, that was another thing with, uh, like the buckaroo types, like anybody tying hard with, uh, with a Riata, has got a way more money than I do or way more yeah. time on their hands. Cause, uh, y- you can't, you can't tie hard with that shit that it'll break. Um, but yeah, there, there's, yeah, yeah. There, it's, it's, uh, it's all, it's all tough talk when you know, you committed or whatever. Yeah. That I know plenty of tie hard guys that are real quick to cut a rope when they need to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just cool uh, hearing some of those stories. Cause I get, you'll hear some of these buckaroo guys that uh, rope rope something on a long rope in <laughs> in some brush and end up with the uh, with them you know wrapped around a tree and uh, you know kind of coming to come on coming on a big wreck sometimes. But but it's also it's uh, when you got that much rope, it's pretty easy to tie them to the tree if you need to, I guess. Um, that's the thing about out here is it's straight sagebrush and there'll be a tree like five miles away. That cow will always head to the damn tree. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yeah. Or, or they'll, uh, if you, anywhere where you don't want them to go, really, that, that's where oh, they're yeah. going to head. We had a cow like three weeks ago. She just completely jumped a ravine that my horse would have never made. And if I didn't have my damn 60 footer on me, you know, she would have drug my horse down in there with her. But. Oh <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing. Is like, she would have pulled you down. Your horse would have, would have died and she would have just like shook her head and ran off and, uh, and it would have been a hundred percent fine. Probably looked at me farted and then just walked off. Like, yeah, oh, fucker, you can walk back to the truck now. It's amazing how much uh, how much more fragile a, a, a horse is than a cow. Like, you know, they'll like get a scratch right at the hairline uh, and and then you know get infected and die. <laughs> and and a cow will run straight through a five wire barbed wire fence and uh, somehow untangle herself and. Uh, Look at you, fuck you, Yeah, and snort at you as she runs off into the distance. <coughs> Fucking bitches. And it's it's always in the very back of the damn field and right where the gate's not at. Yeah. Um that's why some guys make fun of me too for packing fence flyers on my saddle. And then them same guys, that same thing will happen. And, you know, they're like, well, let's go back to the pickup, I guess. I'm like, well, I'm going to go through and catch this thing. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, I didn't know a cowboy alive uh, growing up that didn't carry fence pliers on his saddle. Like, I mean, that was part of, but we didn't have any of those, like those big circle outfits either. So, uh, most of the time, if uh, if a guy was cowboying in that part of the world, you and your cowboying also meant fixing fence, and you're 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 a general ranch hand for the most part. Like we didn't, there's not many just straight cowboy jobs where where I grew up. Nope. Uh, uh, I I was gonna ask a question, I forgot, but um, so. 
you were born in Spain. How many how many different high schools did you go to, Nolan? So I was homeschooled through high school. So oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, but that way so, I could go ride horses and do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and your dad was was in the military. Yes, sir. Uh, what branch? He was in the Air Force. He loaded nukes. Oh no, shit. So like. I mean, at the time, he wasn't loading nukes, but some of the F-16s that went into uh, Desert Storm, mm-hmm. he loaded those before they left. No shit. Um, He's like, here, let me load some bombs, and then actually my wife's having a kid, so we got to go right now. <laughs> 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 well, he, he he saw more action than most of the U.S. military in, in Desert Storm just by loading <laughs> loading bombs on those planes. Yes, sir. Um. So did he? Did he have to have a, a security clearance for that? Yeah, he had some pretty good ones back in the day. Was I was gonna say, cool. I was gonna say, just uh, reading some of the stuff like uh, that, you know, on, on say Area Fifty One, like that. That that's a that's a whole different type of security clearance. But just uh, and then like listening to some of the, like the the special operations guys, you know, they got to have pretty high level security clearances and, and it's uh that's a pretty, pretty drawn out process to, and you have to re up it like every, every year or every two years, something like that. Yeah. It was quite a bit of work and like, so, but you got some really cool stories out of it. Like, Oh, I bet. <clears throat> different uh, plans you got to load and do stuff on. That's all. Maybe he'll, he, you think he'd, he'd come on the podcast. Maybe one day if I could get him to actually stand in front of a computer and talk. Ah, well, <laughs> may, maybe I'll just have to come down and visit y'all, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll shoot the shit. Thank you. I'd be fucking dope to listen to. <laughs> I, I I like hearing those stories because I got that. That's what I I I always feel there's like there's a like a real strong bond behind between uh, military and like and ranching community and in particular like the special forces guys because they're uh like yeah like you, you don't quit at quitting time like you quit when when <laughs> shit's done and uh and if you fuck up like so, somebody might die <laughs> like yeah that's and there and it's and it's a real 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 deal uh and it's, it's not we, we kind of joke about it a lot and and for the most part it feels like a, a pretty safe job but when you think about it it's like <laughs> i had that shit could go haywire real quick and uh and like it's not it's not the safest of jobs but uh i don't know there there's at because you see some 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 crazy shit like everybody's got some really really good stories and i'm all i'm always always about the story so um what was uh what was the your favorite place you, you lived growing up Man, so I laughed. My parents stopped in like Northeast Texas for like 18 years. Mm-hmm. And I left as soon as I got there. I feel like I was like, this is hell on earth. And I'm not going to stay in the land of 50 acre pastures and, you know, gunsels that don't know which end of the horse you ride. Mm-hmm. And so I left for South or started heading South. And I was like, I don't want to be cold all the time. And I'm going South and there's plenty of big country down there. And I kind of stopped in College Station for about 10 years. And, you know, it's kind of neat because because that area, you can go south or north pretty quick and see some cool stuff. Um, yeah. It's still a small acre of places, but you can get to the, some of the cool places pretty quick. And then 
honestly, Stratford's this area is fun just to be somewhere different. Yeah. You learn a whole different style of everything. Mm. So well, know, it's like a step back in time and you see <laughs> like there's just not many places this rule still. No, uh and yeah, Stratford's uh Stratford's big feedlot country. I mean, there's there's a lot of feedlots and uh and not a very you know, not very far from each other. And uh and if you can't if like if you're looking for for cowboy work and you can't find a job at a feedlot, you might want to reconsider <laughs> your occupation because their feedlots are always hiring. Maybe not you know one specific one, but feedlot. You you can go to you know Dalhart, Stratford, Texas. You can go to Dodge City, Kansas. You can go to Ulysses, Kansas, and uh, and there's you know ten fifteen feedlots within in a 20 mile radius there. And one of them will be hiring. I promise you. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, and you know, these feedlots are, you know, they're not the most fun jobs where cowboy is like, you got to ride 15 feet and you got to open another gate. It seems like, yeah. but I'm kind of like you, you know, went to school and you got to pay bills and the student loans come due and you got to figure out something that makes bills work. Yeah. Uh, and that, uh, that feedlot check has never bounced. So, I, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's always been, it's been pretty good to me. It's not the most glamorous job and, but it's, uh, I, I also have a chance where I can go day work and, and see some cool country and, and whatnot. But, uh, main point I, I was going back is like, that being said, like feedlots are always hiring. So like you, you get people from all over and, and cowboys like to drift and, uh, so you'll 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 see a bunch of weighed weighed saddles and I mean you'll just see any number of shit in a feedlot. Like you, you see some some kids uh, out of high school um that are handier in hell, or you'll see like a fifty two year old that just all of a sudden decide he's gonna he's gonna live out his dream and be a cowboy and he's got like uh like an abetta saddle and uh and some biker biker leggings and well, um, yeah, you get, you get a little bit of it all. Yeah. And like my yard has a lot of guys from Mexico and mm-hmm. it's very different. I mean, just some of the stuff like that we don't even think about. They, they're just, their gear is so different. Well, usually mm-hmm. it's cobbled together and like handmade and like usually not as finished as our stuff is, but it's usually pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> like you could probably tie it to Oak tree and, oak tree and pull oak tree down with it for one of their bridles <laughs> yeah that that's for sure one one thing i've noticed about um out here in <clears throat> in buckaroo country is everybody has got some pretty flashy gear but just about everybody knows how to repair it or uh i mean like they're everybody's pretty handy with like hand making stuff uh, out here like it just like you don't see that in texas but or in th- in that part of the world but you also most everything's rough out and uh <clears throat> and pretty pretty plain jane like it's it's all it's all pretty utilitarian stuff <clears throat> so that like you, you don't really have to know how to repair it you can just uh like you just when when, when your uh when your latigo wears out you just make a head stall out of it you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, and that's like, you were talking with boots about that. And like, there's a lot of guys who still like, they have Latigo head stalls out here. It's not a big yeah. deal. They might get bored one day and put some stitching on it. 
Yeah, for the most part, it just yeah, you just uh, you just punch another hole and and, uh, and put some water loop uh, or you put some lace through it so you can you can hang a bit from it. But it's uh, yeah, it just I don't know. It's 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 a different different way where it's I, I'm I'm working on a on a bit and I might turn it into a poem about how uh, like you can tell the you can tell what style of cowboy they are from like what what their their heritage is so like the <laughs> like the the spaniards the buckaroos they they like to oh and it was always like what what kind of alcohol they drink so like the spaniards drink wine <laughs> and they're, and they're fancy and proper and and very like very refined and uh like the montanans they're drinking whiskey, but is it really whiskey? It might be turpentine. <laughs> you never know. So like they they don't give a fuck. Just throw throw it out there. They'll ride it. <laughs> and so and, and I don't know. I, I've I've been I've been kind of working on it. So it's uh uh but but it it is it is kind of kind of funny how how all that stuff comes around because I, I still have that that like I kind of like some of the the buckaroo stuff, but at the same time it's like man. A fifteen Hollander dollar bit would be sitting in a display case. Like I would never, I'd never put that in a horse's mouth. You know, I, I, I'm a fifteen hundred dollar horse is is pretty expensive for me. You know, <laughs> let alone a bit. on the horses that I've ridden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, man, I, uh, yeah, I'm. There, there's times where I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pull the pull the plug uh, to buy a fifteen hundred dollar horse, let alone a, a fifteen hundred dollar bit. And uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Where it just I also grew up. My my dad was a with was a kid coming out of the Great Depression, so like you, you got you got by with what what you what you had, and and it's not I mean it's not much different from from these these buckaroo types what they what they had too but they they took what they had and made it a little bit fancier <laughs> you know it just i don't know it's just a different different culture you know well and like the guys that grew up here like i show up and i've got one of my bridal bits because i'm like a hybrid one of the hybrid guys i yeah. have a strip down with either five inch bills on it or taps and mm-hmm. i've got you know a fully mounted silver bridal bit on it and they're like and full belt leggings and they're like where the hell did this kid come from yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of the same way like i i've got i've got a matt wilson bit that uh that i ride and it's but it's mounted like a like a like a bridle bit but it's a it's a floating spade you know kind of grazer type bit um i still i haven't i haven't broke down and bought a set of romels and i just i don't know I don't like uh, I don't like Romels and or rope and reins in the feedlot. There's too much shit to get hooked on. So like I I'm split reins on uh, that. That'll be a hard one to break me of. I like I I've just rode split reins for so long that mm, I don't know. Uh, I like I how kinda, I like how Romels look. You get used to them. Uh, I like how a Romel looks, but I just man. I if I was if I was outside I might I might entertain it but nah not not in the feedlot. Well, that's like mine. I've got a pair that's so nice. I don't want to take them to the yard because you get manure and stuff on that rawhide, and you're gonna get just soppy manure on it at the yard, and mm-hmm. you don't want to ruin a pair of them. <laughs> no, that that shit's too expensive. I uh, 
Like even even like my good weighted reins, I I I hate when I try to like I'll try to switch them out if it gets if it gets sloppy because a good set of reins is hard to replace. Like when you get them to uh, it doesn't I, it doesn't matter if it's Romels or or split reins or whatever. Like if they if they lay right and they they feel good, like that's hard to replace. Absolutely. <laughs> And right now it's getting even harder because the hides that like you make good weighted reins out of, good luck finding one. Hey, it it has nothing to do with inflation and Joe Biden's policies. It is a hundred percent Russia. We should ban all Russian cowboys. Today. Yeah, I like that Russian idea too, cowboys? <laughs> um well there there yeah. used to be a bunch of Americans going over to Russia to to help them start ranches. I, I think they're probably I wouldn't be surprised if there still is because that's that's how we work. Like we're at war, kinda with Russia, but we're still doing business with them. Like NATO is closer to war with Russia than we are, but yet they're still buying oil from Russia. <laughs> like, are, are we at war? Or are we not? Like, like can we just like decide one way or the other? No, it's more fun if we just kind of keep everybody <laughs> right. Like we're just we, nobody's wrong. Nobody's it, right. It just, just it's, it's one just giant circle jerk cock tease. That's that's all it is. We've been guessing ever since COVID came out. We might as well just keep the ball rolling. I know. I just like I'm just gonna start. Just keep making up theories. Like we got science squash. That's a good one to roll with. That that can that plays everywhere. Uh, like you can always attribute something back to the science squash, and. uh yeah, I mean, just just make it up as you go. If if that all we're hearing right now is propaganda from all sides, it's just nothing but propaganda. So we might as well make up our own. Maybe uh, Science Squatch is actually at war with Russia, and we're just kind of silently backing him. We can't actually step up and help him out. Well, I'm I'm also under the impression that Vladimir Putin might also be like a double agent Science Squatch. So I mean. The possibilities are endless. I mean, if we're starting shit, we might as well come out with a robo horse, you know, kind of like robo chicken where that some bitch is just going around the U.S. eating kids. <coughs> yeah, we could do that. And I'd also like if, you know, at least the, the Brits were honest about being being a, a colonial empire. Like they <laughs> they didn't try to, to hide behind, you know, spreading democracy or whatever the fuck we 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 call it nowadays like they, they're just like no this is our territory now we won we'll let you live here but we're gonna take your shit uh, can, can we do that at least like if we're gonna start all these wars can we at least keep the shit <laughs> like and, and like somewhere. use it use it to help us if not there's like let it be like one way or the other i'm not i'm not for empire but if we're gonna be an empire let's Let's keep all the shit that we take or that, that you know, that they have. Like, if, if we're going to start a war, let's do it right and let's go conquer. Otherwise, let's stay here. Like, let's just... And, Ukrainian and leave. farmers have got it right. They fucking pull them tanks back to their farms with their tractors. I mean, they're Fuck prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder how many of those videos were real. <laughs> like, it's... Honestly... Uh, there, there's, uh, there's been, like I said, the the propaganda has been fucking outstanding. I've, I've, I have kind of enjoyed it, but it's just, but it's so hard to to figure out what the hell is actually happening. Like, 
there, there's no straight answer. You have Russian propaganda, you have Ukrainian propaganda, and you have our propaganda. And there, everybody is working at warp speed. Well, there was a video I saw on Twitter the other day. Uh, there's some dude dressed up with like a damn dog collar on. His hair was all sorts of different colors. And he was crying about how his uh, nephew couldn't play on the girls' basketball team because he had a dick. And I, I, I swore to God it was real until I went to the comments. Apparently this dude just goes around town halls in Texas and just starts bitching like that. And he's a parody account, but I mean, with all the shit that's been it. going on, Let, you, let's you give that tell. guy a round of applause. Cause that, that is, that's amazing. Um, but apparently the dude's hand too. But he just, <laughs> he just goes around fucking dying his hair, all the crazy colors and bitching at town halls. and Can't tell yeah. the difference between him and someone else. Oh man, it's it's awesome. There was a there was a, a Twitter account um, that that was same thing. It was just it was just some guy posting like over the top left wing ranting, and he was just doing it as a joke. And uh, he had uh, over a million followers at one point, and most of most of the comments were like hardcore right wing conservatives just like screeching at him. And he's like, this is all parody. It's all parody. And and it was like three years before somebody finally figured out who he was. But it was uh, it's entertaining. I, I like seeing stuff like that. And like you'll 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 see one of those like. Like just over the top, super left wing uh and it's usually usually something to do with trans and you're just like all right are you a troll or are, are, did you get me or did you get me i don't know you, and, and it's hard to tell like it, it's it's not that the trolls are getting worse it's just that the 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 actual lunatics are getting like they're getting better <laughs> at being lunatics, <laughs> you know. It's, uh, They've had years of practice now. If you yeah. think about it, all trans people are trolls anyway. Like I've been seeing posts all over the place, like, "Oh, how did you know I was trans?" And it's one of them fucking goblins from like Lord of the Rings or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sure there are some trans people out there, uh, but I. Like the like the whole non-binary thing, I don't buy it. I don't believe what you're saying. You you are a straight person who wants to be different, like you, you, and you. So you say non-binary because that doesn't mean anything. But you get to be you get to be interesting for once. And see, I I I may be young and may be able to keep up with the trends a little bit better than some of you older guys. I the only things Ouch. I know of. <laughs> yeah i know dude the only things Ouch, i know of is like the whole they them like i can understand you know like says saying he she say they them but like that's whole new non-binary like i still don't know what the fuck that means it's it's uh gay without sucking the dicks that's still gay i mean but yeah i mean it's but it's yeah, it's gay, but like it's it's like the bad type of gay. Like I have no problem with actual gay people. No, but like that, like that's gay. That's stupid. That's 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 really really dumb. You're not just dumb gay, gay. You're also retarded. Exactly. Yeah, retarded. Yeah, yeah. But not like actual handicapped retarded. No, like you're just 
that's you're gay. Those guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you kidding yeah. me? I've got a cousin. He's he's like actually retarded. And I mean, if I was really to put him to work, I swear to God, I could put him to work lifting half ton bells off the trailer Re- by himself. Retard strength, yes. It, it's crazy. that's that's a thing. It's it's a real thing, and it, it used to be like a badge of honor. Like well, then is, that, it, that like, guy's brain doesn't work, but God damn it. Can he lift some shit? <laughs> you we, know? We, uh, like our entire region around here are the like Scandinavian, uh, Norwegian type people. Mm-hmm. So we've got a festival every year where we do like the whole heavy lifting shit. There's a kid. And you, you people are good at that. Oh, I said, I said you people. <laughs> uh, I mean, this kid, I mean, he's like, 15 years old, straight retard, and he's picking up 700, 800 pound concrete balls off the ground and throwing them up on top of a 50 gallon drum. And grown ass men are having a hard time doing that, and they look like they've been on roids for the last 15 years. Yeah, like there's there's something to it. There's like the old man strength and and retard strength. That's a real thing. And like I said, it used to be like back when people weren't all that friendly. Uh, when you know, like back when they owned other people, retard strength was. I mean, it's better than. I mean, it's better than being considered a slave. They're like, hey, yeah, that kid's brain doesn't work, but yeah, he, he can lift anything you want him to. Uh, so it was kind of it was kind of a badge of honor, uh, considering the times. You know, he may not be able to wipe his ass right, but by God, can he pull a carriage? Yeah. Um, it's weird what you can't. I just, I just oh, want to call out your beer fridge there. That was so unfair. You just like stood up, reached over there, grabbed your beer, and sat back down, and you're just like, I'm still talking, no big deal. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, you guys have beer. It's, uh, I've been setting up my studio for, for almost two years now. So I, I'm, it's slowly getting, it's getting locked in. <laughs> it's uh well that's not fair that he, he she's he's got his own beer getter that's not even cool like she, uh, that should be reversed or something sit, no, I, washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it i still gotta go find a crack at all the street to go get mine so <laughs> <laughs> well you could uh marry a, a good mormon gal and and steal some of her old man stuff here, here's the deal though, right? So I'm, I'm with this chick. She wasn't exactly Mormon, but um, let's just say Jack Mormon. Yeah, kinda. Uh, she went to church when she was younger and whatnot. But the second she met me, holy shit, she she switched. Well, good for you. Good yeah, for I'm, you. I'm, but I'm, I'm switching one Mormon at a time, man. There you go. I like it. Well, like you gotta. You're going to have to pace yourself because, um, and, and like aim high because then you get like, uh, you get one, one of the disciples or, or whatever they call them, uh, one of the elders. And then, then once you get married and then you make the switch and then you, you get some of that Mormon wealth with you. No, fuck, dude. That's, that's the thing about all the people around here. Like there's, there was a the good generation and that's like the, 40 50 year olds that are right now and now mm-hmm. they're starting to become bishops in the church and uh their daughters holy shit they they go buck wild they are the preacher's girls for sure yeah the preacher's kids always go nuts i think that's pretty pretty universal throughout the like the the very devout christian world that's yeah 
Yeah, that, some some of the wildest motherfuckers I've ever met were were pre- preachers' kids. Well, you'll you'll see these kids, you know, be perfect all the way up until their dad hits the top of the chain, and then they go AWOL. That's funny. But then again, the church controls the government around here, so you get in trouble, you get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Um so like uh they they just like decriminalized polygamy here not too long ago in Utah, didn't they? Like yeah, so now they're calling it something else. I can't remember the name of it. Cohabitation. Uh, yeah, something like that. But the, no, there's there's still a uh, there's like an entire compound. It's about the size of Cedar City. If you guys know where that's at, it's, yeah, it's like fifty thousand people, and it's just straight polygamist. No shit. Oh yeah, you, that's you wild. Within ten miles from that town, and just nothing but skirts and. I honestly thought it was an Amish community. If I'm being serious, yeah. Well, they 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 dress they similar. With the them were some handy bastards. I've seen some Amish that honestly they could put. Fuck, I don't know. I I, I was about to say boots, but nobody can really put boots in his place. They they could put JB in his place. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh. I, I don't know. They're, the Amis also make some really, really good leather stuff, but they also uh, they also know that it's good too, and they'll charge you this. They'll charge a shitload for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the the hats aren't bad. Um, who was it? Who was it that was asking me about the hat? Was it one of you guys? The Amish hats. I'm, I'm wearing one right now. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're they're a good work hat. I forget somebody just it was. Nah, I don't. He'll he'll know who it is. Uh, he was asking me oh. about it uh, about when him, and you, I, you did make make the point that you will have a blue forehead if it rains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, that that shit does leak through when like when it gets wet that that, that bleeds a lot. And uh, but if if I gotta choose between a rodeo king or or the the, the Amish made hat, I'll take the Amish made hat. They're the same price and uh, and I'd say roughly the same quality, but the the Amish ones are made a little bit better. Like uh, like uh, as far as felt quality, they're about the same, but the craftsmanship's a little better on the Amish. I mean, shit! I'm just wearing an Ariat, and I have that shaped, and then I threw mink oil on it. I've had it for three years, and it still looks brand new. Nice. Uh, they don't last quite as long in a feedlot. You get a lot of nice. you got a lot of dust built up on it more than anything. It just and it just like packs in there. Uh, I like I'll, I'll I'll spray mine down with the with the air air hose like every couple of weeks, but even then, it just that that real fine dust just gets embedded in there, and eventually, it just kind of it just eats through. Feedlot's hard like on you shit. Just call it dust. You're like, oh, it's dust, and it's really you know it just pulverized cow shit, but just like in your lungs and in your felt and in everything you own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've had a dry cough and uh like and a stuffy nose for eleven years now. Yeah, it's uh I got the brown lung. I don't we don't have black lung in in the feedlot. We got the brown lung. But hey, feeding America one beef at a time. God damn it! Sounds a lot cooler when you say it like that. 
I know. I, I want to get. Uh, I want to have. A, I wish Sam Elliott was on cameo. I would spend a lot of money having Sam Elliott say some shit. Ah, you know, fuck. We could make this uh, free range Holstein thing, and Gilbert Godfrey wouldn't even know that he's narrating it. He's on cameo. God, I just I need to get me a herd of Holsteins now. That's all I need. I don't even need the permit. I, I just I just I'll go turn them out and, and film it. Oh, you need a fucking permit to run Holsteins? Well, I was gonna buy a big grazing permit. Oh. And uh and and turn out Holsteins uh, like uh, somewhere up in Elko County is where I'm thinking. And then I was gonna film it and have Gilbert Godfrey be the narr- narrator, but. He's on he's on cameo and he actually he promotes that all the time. So I could probably get him to narrate it for pretty cheap if I just send him clips on cameo or just just send him the script on on cameo and then this might this might happen, fellas. This might what happen. What you need is just one of those dairies that's going out of business. You scoop them up, throw them out there, and then when you get ready to you know, be done with them. You just let them go. And then the government will come shoot them out of the helicopter. Now. Well, see what I could do is, uh, cause we take a load of, of heifers to the sale every week. And then there are ones that just don't breed up. And like, I don't want to breed them. I just want to turn them out. I just want to, like, I want to prove my point that they will chase off all the predators from the area. Cause like, as soon as they spot them, they're going to go and run over there to them to see and try to lick them to death. And it'll, it'll chase every lion out of the country. But if I can have Gilbert Goffrey, uh, narrate it. And if I can just pay him, you know, 50 bucks at a time over cameo, like I might save a lot of money and trick him into doing it. Damn it, fellas. I think we solved problems here today. How, how about like I said, how about just like Gilbert, we go with Morgan Freeman. Uh, I don't think he's on cameo. I know, uh, but I bet we could we could probably hire a, a, a Morgan Freeman impersonator. I, but I'm, I'm just going like cost efficiency. The the less yeah. I have to pay Gilbert Godfrey, the more Holsteins I can turn out to get killed by mountain lions. I mean, if you got a lion problem, I got something for that. No, see, I don't. I don't want to take care of the lion problem because this is also killing two birds. Well, three birds with one stone. Because I can also use this footage to show w- how predators are actually a problem and sway the general public that we need to start shooting these bastards. So I, I I'm doing the world a service, and if I can get Gilbert Godfrey at like fifty bucks a pop when <laughs> when I send him a paragraph, that's probably pretty cheap. I think. I see this uh, entrepreneurship here, fellas. Solving solving world problems one day. That's right. At a time. That's right. Now, see, I could put in for like a a beef checkoff grant, and and then like I could have everybody that listens to the show like email the beef checkoff like hey please approve this guy for a grant because the world needs to see this and it's starting to look like more and more like this might actually be able to happen we'll have to we'll have to figure out the legalities if if i just turn a bunch of (laughs) whole scenes out on on public ground 
without a without any sort of grazing allotment. But we'll 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 cross that bridge when we come to it. You you get that video made, and I will get you on that Sundance Film Festival up here in Provo, and I can guarantee you'll turn heads of every liberal that's there. Yes, yes. And and Gilbert Goffrey, I'll even let him have the accept the Oscar or whatever we win, since we 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 tricked him into narrating the thing <laughs> over cameo. I'll, I'll give one fifty bucks. It'd be it'd be even better. I just like you just do like a shitty picture in picture deal. Like like don't even try to do really good editing on it. It's just like you just paste Gilbert Godfrey in the corner from his cameo. <laughs> Fucking Nolan's phone, just take pictures of that, like grainy ass shitty pictures of these dead cows. <laughs> Oh, it would be awesome. It, I it, it's it's kind of like how South Park. Uh, uh, I mean that they did like they've never updated their. I mean, I guess they have updated their animation, but like their main characters have always been just really shittily drawn cartoons. Like they they've I had some kid. <laughs> I know, but they but they've they've had uh, some like legit animation. Uh, in their episodes, but it's never the main characters. The main characters are always just the same shitty cartoons. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't know uh, that I think that that'd be funny. It's funny as hell. That's why like, I don't try to, to Photoshop myself really well on any of my memes. I just, I just do a shitty Photoshop job because I think it looks funnier, but, uh, Oh, this last uh, one came out really good with the uh, Will Smith slap. <laughs> that yeah. that one was pretty good. <laughs> that that one did turn out really really good. Uh, what that that whole deal? I what kind of precedent does that set for comedians? Like, uh, is anybody just allowed to go slap a comedian uh, if they get offended at a joke now? Well, like, I, I saw something the other day. It was like if Will would have done that to say fucking Gabriel Iglesias motherfucker would have got shot <laughs> right well and like I, I got I'll tip my hat to Chris Rock cause he like there was that one point where he said I could and then he just let it go and I was like can you imagine the roast that was about to come like can you imagine the, the like the personal jokes that were about to to just spew forth from Chris Rock's mouth and he held back and I was like, mm, I'll, I'll, I'll tip your hat. I'll tip my hat for that. But uh, man, I would have liked to hear it. <laughs> I would have liked to hear it. <laughs> Chris Rock is no slouch. He's one of the best, uh, best standups of all time. And who that, that could have been vicious. I, I feel like between Chris Rock and Pete Davidson, we are going to have some damn good comedy specials coming out here soon. Pete Davidson. I don't get that guy at all. I, oh, he's, I, he's a weird motherfucker. That's for sure. I, I don't understand why he's a thing at all. I, I just, I don't get him. Well, um, like some of his jokes about like the Bronx, uh, whereas he grew up in like really shitty New York and then moving out to LA. It's some of those jokes are jokes are pretty funny, but the rest of them, they're like crackhead. Oh yeah. I was out on the street and I bummed a 20 off of the bum and got fucked in the ass. I don't know. There's huh. one joke I, where he he just he went on a giant ass rant and everyone was laughing. It's like, why in the fuck is this funny? 
I guess I haven't watched his stand up. I've just watched him on Saturday Night Live, and I don't. I just didn't find him funny at all. Um, but he he's he just like bangs all the like the big name celebrity yeah. chicks. Like he 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 was like with Ariana Grande, and now he's with Kim Kardashian. That's uh, the thing. If if he that, can get with them, I've got a shot. <laughs> uh, is Kanye gonna commit suicide on Instagram at some point? <laughs> Like that thing's starting to get depressing. I don't know if you guys have followed that, but that like it's kind of depressing. Like I don't, I don't know what that what that's all about. But uh, and Pete Davidson, like I, I just I don't I don't understand the Pete Davidson thing at all. Uh, maybe maybe that's just me being the old fuck, but I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't I don't either. I've never understood any of his comedy. No, I, I say I, maybe I should watch some of his stand-up, but like on on SNL, I just SNL hasn't been funny for a long time. Like they have some moments where it's, it's kind of like you'll get some laughs, but as a show, hey, I I don't know, Nolan. How old are you? I'm 31. So okay, I'm so you're you. yeah, you're not too much younger than me though. But like I, I'm sure you can remember those like the best of SNL DVDs. <laughs> Like I, I remember him being a thing, but I just never like. God damn, that came on too late, and I don't have time to mess with that. Well, yeah, I never watched it live, but like in college, we we had like the best of Will Ferrell from his uh, Saturday Night Live days, you know, best of Chris Farley or whatever, and we watched those over and over because it, it was it, like it used to be really funny, <laughs> and I'll watch clips of it now, and I was like, eh, I don't know. There's there's way funnier podcasts, uh, like all the time. And, and like Saturday night live comes out once a week and it's just, it used to be funny. And now it's, it's just kind of not, it's just kind of, I don't know, but that's kind of, kind of how I feel about Pete Davidson. I was like, I, cause, but I only know him through the Saturday night live clips and, uh, and then like following, and, you know, just he's on like he's always trending on Twitter and it's for like Kanye and and like these these women that it, like like big name celebrity women that he's fucking. And I just like I, I just don't get any of it. I may I just feel like an old fuck. <laughs> I don't I don't get any of it. Well, I mean, dude's built like a damn toothpick and he's got more tattoos on him than a goddamn light post in the middle of L.A. So. Like I said, if he's got a chance to all them big women, by God, I hope I do. Well, let's make you the the new Pete, Pete Davidson. Let's let's do that. I'm 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 game. Let, let let's let's take the former Mormon boy out of Utah and 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 put him in Ariana Grande. Dude, I, I get enough shit on TikTok for being a flat hatter, and I I get pretty childish on online, so I might not be a good idea. I I had to but take wait, down if we get oh well, go ahead got no. a setup here. If you video him as he converts from the flat hatter of Montana Mormon boy or Utah into becoming the next Pete Davidson and you get somebody on cameo to narrate him, you've got another whole nother Oscar right there. I mean Hell yeah. I've, already, I've already got the shitty tattoos and the bloodshot eyes, so what's next? Let's see this this is perfect cuz I'm uh, I'm going to have uh Bailey Robinson uh on the show. I'm going to he's going to be on we're going to try it on Sunday. But he's uh he's a tattoo artist and he's kind of a 
like, he's a bad he, motherfucker. He he is, but like he's a he's a different type of cat, and uh, I I kind of had to convince him to to come on. Like he, he like he had no problem uh, visiting with me, but he was like, I don't know. He's like, I don't I don't think you want me on. I'm I'm kind of a depressing motherfucker, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna piss somebody off, and I was like, Nah, man, I I just want to like. That sounds interesting as shit. Like I, I want to talk about. It. Let's like let's let's figure out who Bailey Robinson is. But like, I've, he's kind of like a. I could see him being like a a cowboy, uh, Pete Davidson. Except uh, Bailey's actually talented. So yeah, like that that dude's that dude can fucking draw. Like he he's got some some badass tattoos that he's made. I thought I was cool by getting a tattoo gun and uh, I ended up realizing I'm much more of a puss than I originally thought. Did you tattoo yourself? Right. So I've got a cross right there. It's shitty as fuck. Um, I've got what was supposed to be the entire deck of cards. Yeah. Fucked up on the clover. Um, See, I've got a rubber ducky on my knee. That's an interesting one. Uh, did you do it on the kneecap yeah how did that feel mm, well i i wasn't the one that did that one uh i got that in a trailer behind a rodeo grounds while i was half hammered don't even remember nice. getting it Not, um, well half hammered gives but, you but like double the credit because because you knew what was going on well, like you, you I, may, like you were <laughs> you were aware enough to know it was a bad decision he was like <laughs> you put a tattoo on your knee and i was like you know what fuck it just do whatever you want. And I thought he was going to draw a dick or a swastika or something. And I so, so morning, all of you famous ass hot bitches, like pay attention to this. This guy is not afraid of commitment, but he's going to be committed to the right cause. Like in a rubber ducky tattoo on the kneecap. If there's ever been a cause to be, to get behind, that's, that's it. Well, and I, I decided I wanted to try and do my brand on my chest. Don't ever do a brand on something you cannot look at. Um, it ended up backwards because I was doing it in a mirror. Oh, I, yeah. Like you tattooed your brand or you branded your brand? I, I tattooed my brand. Okay. Because uh, as I was saying, like, was if, about if, to be really proud. As, oh, well, that, but also I was like, <laughs> if it. You can't really backwards brand yourself with your with a branding iron. You can you can do it upside down, but you can't really do it backwards. Well, I mean, if this was a fam, if this wasn't a family friendly show and it wasn't live streaming, I've got my brand on my ass. Oh, well, so, save that for the Patreon. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, you might not be able to see it because I'm basically Sasquatch under all these clothes, but. Oh, uh, and 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 uh, yeah. You, so you didn't hair brand it? Oh no! I, I wish I'd look dope as fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can you imagine if you if you had enough hair to on your ass to hair brand? I like I'd hair brand myself every year just oh, just fuck, because be you know. Dope as shit. <laughs> just, it'd be a good party trick. Well, I I say I would do that. My wife would not allow that, but. Uh, I would try. Don't I, I would try at least once. My, my girlfriend, uh, I, but I don't have that I don't have that amount of uh coverage. My girlfriend look at me, call me stupid and say just whatever you do, don't don't end up in jail. Um well, just like I said, marry a Mormon chick that's high up and you don't have to worry about that in Utah. Fuck no, dude. That their families are whack. Yeah. Well I can imagine. Um 
speaking of hair branding, one time, uh, this is why you're not supposed to hair brand when you're drinking. We were, we brand brand this guy's horse one time, and uh, he decided he wanted to do all four of his border collie dogs. <laughs> Did it work, dogs? <laughs> it worked on the dogs. It looks kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, why would you do that? How many yeah. of y'all got bit in this process? <laughs> uh, they're all. I know I got bit, but uh... <laughs> huh, Brandon? I like that's never, never once crossed my mind until now. But that's coming uh, up I'm, in the dinner conversation tonight. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to picture that in my head. Uh, branded dog. Uh, huh. All right. Well, but yeah, yeah. There's probably no. a reason, pretty reason that that that's not a commonplace thing. Uh, but I honestly, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know why you wouldn't outside of biting. But there's there's plenty of methods to to avoid getting bit by a dog. So I, I that's. I wonder why more people don't brand their dogs. I mean, if, yeah, if you're branding, people will go wild. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's a sorry, fact. The that, animal abuse people will go wild. Yeah, yeah, they would. But I mean, they, they try to go wild over the uh, branding cattle stuff now, but I guess dogs <laughs> a different deal. Like you don't, you don't have a pet cow. Like dog, dogs are pets. Cows are stock, so yeah. I mean, there, there's a difference, even even for people that don't have a problem branding anything. There's there's still a difference between a dog and a and a cow. There's a I don't know, but still, I still wonder why that that that's not a thing. Like if branding cattle and horses and do they brand goats? I don't think they do. Do they? Oh, I think they just sure tag them. I know some people brand sheep but not, not not many but i think they used to back in the day um i don't know hmm. if anybody no, can answer that me. why why dogs it's were never just because they don't want to sit there and watch their dog stare at them for like three weeks while their butt's hurting and they're <laughs> staring at them just looking at you like i hate you man why'd you do that to me <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying like because because dogs are pets even if they're even a working dog still kind of a pet you know, like they, uh, there's a there's a difference between a dog and a cow, and there's a difference between a dog and a horse, even, and there's a big difference between a horse and a cow. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's well, that that just gave me a really shitty idea. My aunt's got some chinchillas. Do you think that'd work? Mm, you got to go wire coat hanger on that. Yeah, yeah you, you'd have to make it small, but I mean, imagine how badass a chinchilla with a fucking brand would look. It had you those little steak branded irons and like yeah Ooh, I I would say like make sure you muzzle that fucker because like there's some mean sons of bitches I and when they got those long front teeth so like I I can just imagine that thing sticking all the way to the bone on your hand well, like, and well, uh, and that and that probably well, get infected well, and shit like I I don't know I I'm just saying muzzle muzzle your chinchillas if you're gonna brand them. We'll, we'll hold them and they'll be perfectly fine. But like if a door slams too loud or something, they will reach around and just bite whatever the fuck is out. And it hurts. Uh, I believe that. I believe that. What's the, what's the, the jaw strength on a, on a chinchilla? Like, I don't know. I'm going to look that up. 
<laughs> How many PSI <laughs> is uh, is a chinchilla bite? <laughs> you may not have your Jamie. You can be like, hey, hey, look that up for me, Jamie. Yeah, that. See, this me. this is why. Uh, by the way, uh, any of you younger fellas, if if you would like to learn how to do some audio engineering and uh, podcasting and whatnot, and also help grow this thing. I could use a, a, a young Jamie. Uh, like we, we, we got some people, but I, like I need, I need some people, somebody who could uh, like do some of the, the nitty gritty stuff. So I'm not up till two o'clock in the morning, putting this, putting this shit together. Uh, but if anybody is interested in that, give me a holler. <clears throat> we'll work something out. Uh, but yeah, I, I could use a, a young Jamie to, to, to look up what a, a chinchilla bite. Uh, do you find six, something? Six PSI. Six PSI. Oh, that's nothing. Damn it. Oh, but them, them teeth are sharp as shit. I, I believe that, but all right, well, maybe we're going to have to breed up these chinchillas and, and get that, get that jaw strength up, you know? We'll just have it. Well, you know what? Let's just make an army of chinchillas and set them fuckers just loose on Vladimir. Well, or we, we could read him with like cat or dog or something else. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Like cat or more collie or cur dog or something. So what we got to do is get a hold of Elon and told him to hey put this whole SpaceX things on on hold. We're gonna make a super chinchilla. <laughs> We're gonna get rich doing it. Yeah, exactly. I like. I don't know how we're gonna get rich. You're you're the money guy, Elon. But like, believe in this us, project. You yeah. find us, and we'll give you like five percent back. Yeah, you, we'll you train them. Yeah, you scratch our back, and we won't have our chinchillas bite you. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's the internet like out in in the middle of nowhere, Utah? It uh, shitty. Uh, that Starlink shit is pretty awesome. Like we we had we had pretty shitty internet here, uh, and Starlink's pretty good, and, and it's pretty it's pretty cheap. But they're still making their way through Salt Lake City and all that. There there's like maybe two or three trucks that were coming out here. Year yeah, two ago, seeing if anyone wanted it. Oh really? <clears throat> yeah, I. Yeah. I, I signed up for it like I think I was on the wait list for like a year. Uh man, no, it wasn't a year. It was like six months before it uh like they you know they, they got out to this area, but um customer service kind of sucks, but like once once it's working, it works good. And it's uh yeah, well, and it's pretty cheap. Well, I mean I'm not clear out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere like most people are out in the state. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm like an hour and a half from the start of Salt Lake City. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so not you're, that bad, but could be worse. No, it's, it's, you're not on Highway 50. Yeah. God, like fuck that, that road. <laughs> <laughs> I have only been across there once, but that's a, that's a long stretch of nothing from, uh, cause, cause, uh, Highway 50, uh, ran right through Syracuse, Kansas, where I used to live, and uh, and it goes all the way to Reno, Nevada. And so we drove, me and my wife drove from Reno to Syracuse, Kansas, all on Highway 50. And it, and it's a really pretty drive, but like 
you get like you get out by by Ely and then oh, Ely, geez, Nevada, yeah, and then and then all the way across uh, across Utah. I mean, there's just fucking nothing, and, and you have uh, you have a pass like every twenty miles, but the summits like. 3,500 feet or something like that. Like, it's, it's just like a little hill, but they, they, yeah. they have to put the, yeah. they have to put that it's a pass there. And you're just like, Are you sure? it's not, it's not really a pass. Maybe it was in a wagon, but, <laughs> but when you're running 65 mile an hour and, and your tachometer doesn't even move, like you got, you got the cruise set on and they're like, it doesn't even downshift to go up it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's a pass. God, yeah, no, that that is one part of Utah that I absolutely hate. Fucking. Uh, do any of you guys know what the Diesel Brothers are? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I don't know if you guys yeah. have been paying attention to their shit lately, but uh, they set out on an adventure to go find Susan Powell's body out there in that area, and. Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, it's basically chick married a really dickhead dude. He ended up killing her. Uh, and then he ended up blowing himself and his two boys up in his house, like a couple years later. Uh, but they went out in big ass fucking 300 foot mine, middle of nowhere. Perfect place to hide a body. If I'm being honest and, uh, found a bunch of bones, didn't find shit, but they were saying on there, it was like a five and a half hour drive just to get out there. Damn. And like you said, Matt, there's nothing. There, there might be a sage chicken every now and then, maybe a coyote, but other than that, there ain't shit. <clears throat> yeah, that Highway 50 is, is desolate. And then there's uh, I, I know I need to go go drive the UFO highway, or is it called the yeah, it's the UFO highway yeah. on in, in Southern Nevada, and because uh, it's it's the the area right around uh, Area 51. And uh, we we drove it at night. We didn't see any UFOs, unfortunately. I was I was really hoping, um, but also I'd been up for a while, so like I probably could have used a little bit of meth at that point. That so was you know is one of those ones where you're just like rolling the window down and trying to keep yourself awake. Um, but there is nothing out there, and like like once you once you leave town, you like you better have a full tank because there's nothing between here and the next town. So, and that that next town's a long ways. Uh, but I'd like I'd like to drive that in the in the daytime and just see, like see see what it's like, and then and then compare that to, to the nighttime because it, it's it's pretty creepy at night. I'm used to long stretches and nothing uh, out on the plains, but that it was a little different. It was a little different, but it may be just because they called it the UFO highway. I don't know. But, um, or was it because science watch was watching you? That could be, it could be. I had, that's why the, the hair on my neck was standing up. Well, shit, you uh, guys got a science squatch. We've got them skinwalkers. So I, I'd trade you any day. Well, <laughs> See, I, I think they might be related. Uh, wait, see, I've got this theory. I don't know if you if have you heard the science squatch theory. A little bit. Okay, so you always hear about aliens uh, abducting people, but you never hear about in, about them abducting a Bigfoot. So, what if that has happened, 
But you know, like humans are a bunch of bitches. Like they're just gonna let they're they're gonna let an alien probe all around there and not and not do much. Bigfoot's not gonna let take that line down. And so, what if like they fight to a truce in in the in the spaceship and uh, in uh, in exchange for the Bigfoot not ripping the alien to shreds, the alien gives this Bigfoot all their advanced technology. They say, hey, you can't give it to these fucking humans. They cannot be trusted. And so now you have an advanced race of Sasquatch. I mean, it's... Think it's about believable. it. Think about it. Well, and you, you see all them Sasquatch hunters. What are they thinking when they're bonking on a tree with a damn bat saying that's their mating call? Right. You're like, like <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to show them, the, I'm going to give them the best mating call I got. Well, what are they going to well. do when a seven foot, 400 pound gorilla is running at them like full well, on with a boner? Oh, yeah. Like, and like, like this. I mean, like, I think it's probably pulsating at that point, you know? <laughs> And you're just like, yeah, that, that, see, that's why I don't take those guys seriously. Or they're just really gay and into some really weird shit. And so, like, they're just like, that's their, their final level. It's like they got to get fucked by a squatch because they've done everything else. Uh, but no, I, those guys are idiots. Like, no, we're, we're talking the science squash like the bigfoot was already elusive but now they've got advanced alien technology so probably cloaking mechanisms we're not going to see a, a science squash come on get that fuck out of here it's alien technology jeez have you guys heard about thick indians though mm-hmm. which ones thick indians no enlighten me so we have thousand acres up on the mountain and that's part of the reservation and uh we have a spot in there we call the burn and that's on the wrong side of the fence but you know cow they're gonna rip the fence down and get on that side of the camp well yeah so i spent two days in there gathering cattle and it's just it burned over 12 years ago i don't know if you guys ever rode through burned down timber but you can't you I mean you find a cow trail and that's about all you can ride on <clears throat> anyways let's found some cattle in there and went back and uh lost a yearling like took these cattle out locked them out went back for that yearling and you can hear some some stuff in there and uh the indians and it's it's true i've seen it the indians just kind of mess with us they'll take uh like the top of your beer can get like, out grandma what are you doing <laughs> 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 i just go for a minute yes it is live Hey, Grandma! I just wanted to give you a hug later. Hey, let, let your Grandma speak. Grandma, she, she's off her meds worse than Kanye is, okay? Man. Um, well, bring your Grandma back for the Patreon uh, edition. Oh, dude, some of the stories that you'll hear from her, you, you'll you want to bleach your damn head. I'm game. Uh, I'm I'm game. Uh, anyway, cow so, uh, trail. Yes, go ahead. So, anyways, they'll take like the top of a beer can, you know, that little tab. Yeah, and they'll take fence fence staple and they'll nail that to the tree just so you get that little bit of jingling. Mm-hmm. And they'll nail it to a tree just so you get that little bit of you know. You're right, and you're like, what was that? 
and you know you'll and you, and you know i've seen three three four of them right they're just a staple with a beer tab nailed to the tree and they just do that to mess with us <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome it's pretty great you're riding in there i mean you can't you can't see 10 feet in front of you 10 feet behind you so you're like well it could be a pack of <laughs> trying to eat me but who knows i uh <laughs> That you know, like I'm, I'm always intrigued by like the Sasquatch, uh, like myths, but like all these Sasquatch hunters that are on on YouTube and and on TV, I, I don't buy any of those fuckers. Like, I, I don't, I don't buy any of that. But like my my father in law, who like he's kind of an out there type of fella, but like when you hear him, like he he swears he saw something resembling a squatch down on the river and up until the the day that he said he saw it like he was the guy that was like oh that fucking sasquatch that that's just a guy down there and then yeah what what he saw he swears up and down he's like that that was not so now he's like all into sasquatch and I don't know. I don't know. There's there's probably something to it cuz there's been plenty of 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 sightings but also it's kind of it's kind of like the Trump uh, election stuff. I still haven't seen anything that convinces me either. Like I, I, I believe there's probably something there, but I haven't seen anything to to, to like actually make me believe it. That's the best part about up here. You don't have to worry about anything like Sasquatch because oh yeah, you have to pay people to live here anyways, and so it's <laughs> <stayed> dry. <laughs> exactly, like. Uh, that that county I, I grew up in, back of County, Colorado, got rezoned to a uh, a frontier area because there was nobody living there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and plus, like you're you're gonna see a Sasquatch from at least twenty miles away. Like if, if they're that tall, you're gonna see them. You're gonna see them. Like I like that's if if shit really pops off, I'm not headed to the hills. I'm headed to the plains because nobody's going out there. And if somebody's coming after me, I will goddamn sure see them coming. Like I mean, the the water might be a problem. <laughs> let, let, let's say the water might be a bit of an issue, but as far as straight security. There's no place more secure than than the plains because you can see everybody coming. Desert's kind of the same way too. Uh, I, I mean, Utah's not a bad place to be if uh, if shit pops off. Like Brigham Young drilled it into their heads. Like if people are coming, we're burning everything behind us and we're headed to the hills. Like those motherfuckers, they got sent out. Obviously, you know, I mean, what government wants them around. But yeah, there's like the amount of old people that have just like years and years of food just stocked up in their pantry. It's crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's insane. I, Let's I would uh, go as far as to say that they are better than doomsday preppers. Oh yeah, for sure. They just didn't draw attention to themselves. Uh, let's talk about that when we. I got to take a leak, but let's let's call that for the regular episode. We've been shit. We've been almost two hours on the main. Um, but anyway, like this has been fun. Um, we're gonna take a break. But everybody else that uh, that doesn't pay for this shit, you probably should pay for this shit because it's a good time. Why not helping me shit. out? And uh, and 
And if you don't, well, you'll always wish you had. But thanks for tuning in and uh, move your ass for burning daylight. You ease up in the saddle, it's frosty and first light. Your pony's walking on eggshells and a chill runs down your spine. Just when you think you've stolen a ride and the hair lays down on your neck. Both barrels blow as he leaves the ground. Welcome to the hurricane deck. And time stands still when you're sitting in the middle of the back of a bucking horse. Storm blows up out of thin air and it hits with a mighty force. Keep your mind in the middle leg on each side and you might avoid the wreck. He never felt your world rock. Till you've ridden on the hurricane deck. Some folks never get it, some can't get enough Some of us feed on the danger and crave the adrenaline rush So we climb down in the buck and shoot, not just to win a check It's the thrill of the ride when they crack the gate And I'm back on the hurricane deck And time stands still when you're sitting in the middle of the back of a bucking horse Storm blows up out of thin air and it hits with a mighty force. Keep your mind in the middle leg on each side and you might avoid the wreck. Ain't never felt your world rock till you've ridden on the hurricane deck. Hurricane deck.